Ladies and gentlemen around the world, welcome to the Film Deviant Podcast. Yeah!
Welcome back, all my deviants out there. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's staying safe out there. Um, I got a freaking special episode today. Like this one, it's been, I would say, God, I've been thinking about this episode for a long time because my guest today, uh, I've been on a show of hers like years, years ago. And it, it was always one of those things where like, We've been trying to get each other back on our own things because, you know, we, we've been like almost 10 years in this like horror game. So just to see her doing her thing. And then, you know, like we, we're always like sort of walking by each other during this whole landscape thing. So um, I'm so like thankful that she's a friend of mine and um, God, without further ado, welcome to my show, Zena. <laughs> Brian! That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. Like, so, yeah, like, I, I was talking about um, how I was on your show, like, all those years back. Yes. Um, and that was one of the first times that I ever, like, guested on somebody's thing. Like, I, Oh, really? I guess, yeah. Yeah, seriously. Like, when you asked me to be on your show, I was like, like, fuck, yeah, I want to be on her show. <laughs> but, oh, my God, I'm so, like, like nervous because I've never really done these things before, you know? So I got to say, like, being on your show, it, you, you just, like, you rolled out the red carpet. And it was more, more like, uh, like couches. Like, I felt like I was just hanging out with you and we were just talking about all our stuff, you know. And, and it was super comfortable. So I hope to do that for you here today, you know. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I already feel comfortable. And, yeah, I, I remember that. I, I didn't even know you did such a great job. It was just like we had, like, a regular conversation. Right, right. And, and to be truthful, that was the first time... I think that we've ever talked, like, to each other, right? I think so. Yeah, because, like, we've always been, like, you know, the internet is so broad. Mm -hmm. And um, when we were, like, sort of adjacently doing our blogs out there in internet land, we, we would always, like, chime into each other's stuff. Because, like, uh, you know, like, you were on that cool level of when you were doing your writing, like, you were just being real, but you were also a horror fan. And I was sort of doing that on my side as well. So it was, like like-minded people and you know i gotta say like i know you live in florida now but you're from yonkers so it's that east coast vibe of just like yeah hanging, hanging out with somebody <laughs> well no i appreciate it and i remember and i think i i talked about this with you before um mm. on on the podcast that i had you on mm. i used to like stalk your blog <laughs> when i first started like when i first started it was like 2011 and i yep. think you started like before me and I remember I was like looking around and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? He is so cool. And so it's like, because you were on it, you were watching so many movies and then your reviews. Yep. You know, sometimes when you read a review and you just mm. don't connect with it and it's just kind of like, okay, I don't want to know what's happening. I want mm -hmm. you to tell me how yep. you feel. Right, and right. that's what you did. And I'll never forget one of my favorite reviews that you did. And it made me go back and watch the movie. And it's just like, it's forever a favorite. Megan is missing. Oh, yeah. 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 Megan is missing, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, that, yep. you know, I've never heard of it until I um, was on your site. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, I have to check it out. Yeah. And yeah. Word for word, how you described it was perfectly. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You know, what's funny about that, too, is I'm still in contact with uh, one of the stars from that movie, uh, so Am Amber Perkins. Um, it, it gets crazy like when you 
when you see like the film like this and you know it god i haven't even thought of megan is missing in like forever <laughs> and oh, i need man. to like but it's such a like soul shattering movie <laughs> it is it like it haunted my soul and yeah. you had like a really good message in there and you said mm -hmm. something along the lines i believe like show this to a young girl who mm -hmm. who may feel you know like oh well, i'm old enough to do just show it to them that's all and right. you never know and yeah, it was just like that just really stuck with me for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's and it's crazy. It's like, you know, you and I like have seen all these movies. Um now with the with the introduction of like all the streaming services and whatnot. Um it's weird. It's such a crazy thing because like when we started almost like 10 years ago, like I'll just call it like a decade. We've seen like so much uh within the decade. Like even with like podcasts with streaming sites, you know, with social media, like, yeah, like it, it's just been such a boom, like with stuff out there, you know, it has been like the transition has been crazy. Like, yeah. you remember everybody used to be all about the blogs, all about the blogs, yep. they switched YouTube yeah. podcasting, yeah. you know, <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. whoa, you know, yep. trying to keep up with it. But yeah, um, it was always fun. I felt like, you know, having that little corner, your little mm -hmm. space, your little corner where you could just put your thoughts out there. Mm -hmm. Even if it is, you know, through websites, YouTube videos, podcasts, right. it was just always just like a good way to like let that out. Right, right. And then, and then nowadays with like the pandemic that's going on, it's like we're we're forced to stay inside and then to deal with like, you know, digital stuff or whatever. So um, now we got Zoom meetings. <laughs> so people yeah. in the horror community are actually using like uh devices like zoom meetings and whatnot you know it's, it's just a, such a weird thing where it's like i don't know like like you've seen the movie host right? yes yeah like it's weird to see that that's like the direction that things are going and i'm not just talking about horror movies but when you consider like how theaters are closed um right actually they're sort of starting to reopen but in very limited capacities um and then like things like um, movies that come out you know early and then they they get out some kind of streaming device um so and then when you have something like host that comes out that speaks directly to like this time that, that we're all living in um, yeah. and then manages to, manages to be like a pretty uh competent horror movie as well it's just like it's crazy how things are shifting to and and like there's a new normal that's being like you know lived in and it's just such a crazy thing, you know, like, um, like what, what's, what's the last good horror movie that you've seen in theaters or just in general, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Just like in one day general, um, I recently rewatched, well, I recently watched for the first time, but this one's not really new. It's old, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. intensity from 1997, the miniseries, okay. um, yeah. based off of Dean Coots, uh, book. And I mm -hmm. really, really enjoyed that. But I'm someone I like to go back and rewatch stuff. But I guess something more modern. Um, uh, there's this movie called Terrified from 2017. Mm. That one That's really, a good one. Yeah, that one really freaked me out. What about yeah. you? Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside from demons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about demons. We have to talk about your love for demons. Where did that come from? <laughs> like, oh my! I was way too young when I like. Um, 
I mentioned it in the previous in a previous episode where I'm not necessarily talking about social stuff, but talking about these movies. Demons, like it was one of those things where you know, like it in the age of going to Blockbuster and renting, you know, movies like at your local mom and pop video store or whatever. I just remember seeing the the box just there all the time. And for me, it was like there were there were three boxes that like terrified me when I was a kid. There was uh, the Beast Within, mm-hmm. uh, like for some reason, just the outline of that the figure and like they're transforming, and then like it said it had like a big warning on the box or beware or something on the box. Like that just freaked me out. I was just like, oh my god, what is this thing? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another one that freaked me out was um, the Exorcist, um, only because like just how like god like the film in of itself like the film freaks me out anyway even to this day but just the the simple nature of the box where you just have the priest showing up at somebody's house um and there was nothing to it It was like in black and white and then uh, i think i had either white or red letters for the exorcist it just freaked it was just like man because i grew up in a catholic house so Things like that always freak me out. And then speaking of being, you know, gr- growing up in a Catholic house, the other one that freaked me out was the demons box because it literally showed a freaking demon. <laughs> on the box, you know? um, but the thing that about it that almost made me feel more safe was like the neon pinkish uh, title of, you know, the, the color or whatever. Um, so that to me was like, okay, well, it can't be that scary if like, the title isn't like neon pink, or whatever, right. you know? <laughs> uh, but I, I just remember watching that one for the first time and just falling in love with it, falling in love with all the performances. It was unlike anything that I have seen up to that point. Um, the previous, uh, I, I watched uh, back when it was called Creepers, a uh, phenomena around yes. that same time. So that was like, that was my doorway into um, Italian horror like uh, from me, you know, seeing these movies um, and I was a latchkey kid. So like my, you know, I, I would get out of school. There was a West Coast video on my on the way to my house. The I, I befriended like the clerk there and he would have like all these brand new horror titles because he knew I love them or whatever. Um, yeah. And it was for me, it was like, you know, if, if you're thinking about it, um, I was maybe God, 11 or Something like that, like it's super, like in the 80s, like nobody cared about that. So, right. know, people would just go home from school and then like take care of themselves or whatever. Kids, you know. So like Demons was a big one when I finally like brought it home because it was like, oh, my God, I'm like facing my fears. And now this thing is actually pretty fun. Like it's actually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got Tony the pimp and then Jared. You know what's funny? Like, while we talk about, by the way, like, feel free to, like, rope me in because I tend to, like, straight. No, like, you're, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners must be, like, so frustrated with me because I'll be talking about one thing and then take a sharp right into something else. But, like, I'm, I'm like, at work, minding my own business. And my phone starts ringing and it's Jaretta. And then I'm just like, wow, holy shit. Like, Jaretta. <laughs> like, I, I, took, I took a moment to be like, I am, like... A grown ass man and Jaretta <laughs> from Demons is calling me on the phone right now at work. Like, um, but she she like I guess she's coming uh, to Chicago um, and she just needed direction somewhere. So it was like that's it, so it, cool. 
it tripped me out though. <laughs> it was like, well, you know, one of my first uh, Italian horror movie experiences. And here's like one of the main stars from the film calling me, like asking for direction. So it's just, it, 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 like the internet truly makes the world smaller in those ways. Like you're able to just yes. like communicate with people, you know? So anyway, like, I don't know, Demon's just like, it just, it's one of those movies that, and I'm sure you have your comfort fill. I've, I've heard you talk about uh, Night of the Demons um, yes. <laughs> as, as like one of the first ones that really um, spoke to you. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just one of those movies, man, where I just can like come home, crack open a beer, no matter what's going on in the world, like Demons is always going to be there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it, it really is like a great movie. It, I feel like it has oh, yeah. everything that you need in it. And especially, you know, as a, as a horror fan, or as a fan of movies, you know, if that guy, you know, the, the metal face, you oh, know, yeah. he yeah. offered you a free movie ticket, like, I would take it. So, yeah. I yeah. always think about that. <laughs> um, so, we spoke about the pandemic. Like, how have you been, like, surviving during all this craziness? Like, the way that 2020 is just dishing out these brand new things every month or whatever. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's been a little bit rough. Uh, a mm. lot of heartbreaking news. Um, but... Yeah. For the most part, um, December 2019, I kind of mm -hmm. like transitioned in my career. So mm -hmm. I used to work like full time, used to work like 60 hour weeks, oh, wow. uh, handling marketing uh, for various brands. And yeah. I realized even though it's like, hey, you know, I worked really hard and I really did. I worked really hard for, you know, that position and I'm very thankful for the experience, but I was not happy. And yeah. I know that sounds like super cliche, but no, no, it's, think it's about true. it. Like, yep. you know, um, I used to be, used to be at once upon a time, still feel like I'm a dreamer, but it was like, I was like really like a dreamer, you know? And it was like, yeah. I love movies. And it's just like, I didn't want to be one of those people where it's just like, I was always dreading going to work. Not yeah. because anything was wrong. Like everyone, I had a great team, you know, I worked mm. with wonderful people. They were very supportive. They knew what I liked to do. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was the kind of job where they would let me do whatever I wanted to do. If yeah. I wanted to take off for a week and work from home, they would let me do it. If I wanted yeah. to last minute, can't come in, they would. Because there was times when I used to write for Dread Central, I would mm -hmm. have to do set visits. And it was like very like straight to the point. But of course, I would use my PTO. But mm -hmm. I just looked at it. I just realized, you know, just that I was always dreading going. As if yeah. I felt like something bad was going to happen or I felt very just uneasy, you know, yeah. uneasy about right. it. And even though I was, you know, uh, in a great environment with some great people, mm. I knew in my heart that I just should not be doing this. And yeah, it, it, it wasn't your calling. Right. right? And, and that's yeah. that's that's what it is, you know. And it's just like, you know, I have, you know, brothers and sisters where it's like they're doing really what they want to do. You know, yeah. I mm. have. um a sister who's a lawyer, a sister who's a nurse. And, you know, they're, they're like happy with their careers. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like, I've always just really loved movies, really loved mm -hmm. horror movies. And it was just like, I was thinking about, okay, when did I have that joy? Yeah. You know? And yeah. I thought about that. And I remember it was around the time when I started real queen of horror. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. uh, around April, May, 2011. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had a, a blast doing it. I had a blast writing about these movies, filming videos, just being creative. 
And mm-hmm. then throughout the years, you know, I found that I have like all this filming equipment, yeah. you know, and it's just like, even though it was like I was filming movies, but yeah. because I, I, I'm a perfectionist, I didn't want to put them out there. Um, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll put something out there, but then I realized that I have all this filming equipment. I have this passion. I need to just focus on that. And then mm. that's what I started to do. So like the end of the year, like I made like a whole plan yeah. where I came up with a list of videos that I've always wanted to see and that I, I, I want to do. And because, you know, like you, it's like, you know, you watch a lot of movies and sometimes it's hard to keep track mm. of the movies. So yeah. I was like, you know what, I want to do something with a twist instead of doing reviews, because sometimes I don't feel like I can always articulate like why I like a movie. So right, instead right. Of that it's just like, I'm going to have something with a little spin, you know, maybe okay. you could just, I love a list, you know, yeah. yep. and I would just go from there. And so even though it's like I started to work from home because, you know, while doing that, I was freelancing and, you know, still working in social media, you know, as I was doing before. But just it was nice being able to set my own schedule. Mm-hmm. And it's been great. So with me working from home, that's been a thing um, mm-hmm. since the beginning of the year. But, you know, even trying to stay, um, I don't want to say, like, say, stay sane. Like, things are horrible. No, it's just, you know, my family, like yeah. my side of the family, they're all in New York. Yeah. So it's it's hard you know, um, not mm. being able to go up there to see them, not having yeah. them. Usually they would, they would come down or I would go up there. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So now like having said that though, like, have you, cause I know it's been tricky with, you know, um, COVID-19 basically shutting everything down, you know, shutting the world yeah. down, which is crazy. But like, have you found, um, you know, in, in 2020, like your direction of where you're, being pulled to, um, you know, professionally. And cause I, like, even with me, like I recently lost my job and that enabled me to like, just take a step back mm-hmm. and, and be like, okay, well, like if, if 2020 never happened, like the way that it has. Right. And, you know, I was excelling in my job and doing all that stuff or whatever, that would be it. Like you, you get comfortable in a certain place and that's what you do. You just do right. it and you do it. And then one day you realize, oh, my God, it's 20 years later and I'm still doing this thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lost that job or I'm losing that job. And I was able to just like step back and look at all these doors because I, I think um, a wise person told me I'm not wise by any stretch of the imagination. You're wise. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to rely on others. But a wise individual told me that like. You don't see the doors that are opening unless you acknowledge the ones that are closing. You know what I mean? So sort of being forced to look at like a new job situation, I was able to find like an even better opportunity out there, you know, but I wouldn't, I, yeah, like I wouldn't have found that though, if I, if I was forced to, you know what I mean? Like we, we all get comfortable and we Mm -hmm. all sort of stay in this stagnant area or whatever, but when we're forced to like actually because you could like be like okay i'm just going to collect unemployment or i'm just gonna you know move on to i don't know work at target or whatever you know right but i i challenged myself and i was like is there something out there and i was able to like land something that i think is going to be like really um like impact people you know like when uh you do your thing or whatever, and then like one day, like you get this thing, and it's like, oh my god, I'm a fucking grown up. <laughs> right, right. I, I do. I, I get it. And congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because it was like you know, 
it, it, it's such a it's a weird time because mm-hmm. I got some personal stuff going on, um, much like everybody, I'm sure. And then, like, for me to lose my job, that was one more thing that I was like, oh, my God, like, how am I going to deal with this? Yeah. And now, like, I'm, I'm going to be doing a new thing, but I'm also it's also, it's also going to free up some time for me to work on my creative, you know, outputs Absolutely. and whatnot. You know what I mean? So when it comes to you, like, have you found like an uh, like a direction that you're where you are? You're almost able to be like, you know what, um, I'm going to focus on this more. You know, we're all we're all sort of home doing our thing anyway. Right. So it's it's like I think it's an important time because I've been like writing all kinds of like new projects and stuff while That's I've been awesome. stuck <laughs> at home. You know what I mean? So like, have you been doing stuff like that, like trying to stay creative and advance, like move forward, you know? Definitely. And I feel like that's one of the reasons that's exactly you explained it well. That was one of the main reasons why I did decide to leave my previous position, because I felt that I didn't have enough time for my creative. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I'm a very visual person. And then it's like, I felt like I like really conquered that position and I reached the top. So there was no place more for me to go. Right, and I know right. it's like, oh, you could get something else, but it's just like, I this isn't my calling, kind of like what we, what we spoke about. So yeah. from the beginning of the year, I wanted to concentrate more on creating video mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. And um, also because it's like, I'm like super shy, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I like to be able to, you know, work on that, being able to talk to people, being able yeah. to explain uh, certain things, because sometimes it's hard. It's different when you're writing. Oh, yeah. You know, you can explain that. But when you're explaining to someone why you particularly like this scene or like this movie. So, um, you know, I'm trying to be able to do that. And but basically, it's just like, again, I just wanted to like really focus on the creative and not only just with that, but even with the movies. So so I am working on a feature right now. I'm still writing. Thank you. And it feels good. It feels right that I can take my time. Whereas before, when I had this position, it's like. Okay, I'll get home and it's just like, all right, I have to try to find time to write, but then also, Mm. you know, making some time for the family. But then also, I need a moment for myself, too. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, and plus you you come home from work and not that it's like a, a stressful thing, but you need that time to, what's the word? Like release, just just to come home. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, that's um, been like I, I got I got to speak on that though because like you you've shown me some of your you know shorter your short films and whatnot um, so like to me like I I've been fortunate enough to like experience like your eye like your eye for behind the camera and what you you know how you tell a story right like I, I think whenever you're a director whenever you're like behind the camera in essence you're just trying to uh push the story through and have people you you have to be cognizant of the way that like you're presenting your story so that's that's getting all your pieces together that's you know getting your shots together that's you know uh getting the right look getting the right people like it's all it feeds into the way that you want to convey the story so it's not just like you know it's one thing to write and i'm not like you know dissing anybody out there that's absolutely a writer or whatever but when you sit down and you write that's that's your story you know like it's black and white that's basically your story but when you set out to make a film it's you can have all these moving pieces all these parts it's like 
it's such a puzzle to put together. It's almost like you you have to know exactly what you're doing, what the finished product is before you even like approach it. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so having seen some of your stuff, like you, you um I'll say that like a lot of the stuff that you presented to me felt more like um uh like when you see a sculptor and like I, I don't know how to sculpt, right? <laughs> But I have friends that do. And, and when I see them starting off, for me, that's my favorite part because I can't even do like the way that they're able to almost look like uh, a body is coming out of like a lump of clay, like just to be like they know exactly yeah. where they're going. You know what I mean? That's how your uh, films felt to me. Like it felt like because um, you said you said it yourself, you're such a perfectionist. But I could already see like the shape outlining and whatnot. And I was like, oh, man, this would be like really cool as a feature or something where it's like longer to look at. Because I, it, it felt like you were you had all this great imagery and you're trying to fit it into this little space and, and right. working with what you have. You know what I mean? Um, so for you to tell me that like you're working on a feature, that's like perfect because I'm ex with your like extensive um, background in horror, like you you've um i i remember uh talk i was actually talking to you with you remember john kitley i do i do yeah yeah i was talking to him about you recently um because i just had him on the show last week and i was like oh my god i'm gonna have xena on the show next week um and he was just like as soon as i dropped your name he was like oh my god she was amazing like with her like i i just I was blown away with all these movies that like she was listing what? off to me and stuff, you know, <laughs> and for him to say that he's like got a list of movies that I've I never know. seen. He, his, I remember there was so many movies he was talking about. I was like, what? So it's like, yeah. I've, been try I've been trying to do better. I want to be like John. So. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody could be like, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like getting back to like, you know, you as like a creative and a, even better as like a filmmaker, like it just excites me because it's like just to see what you're going to drop, like as your um, your vision, you know what I mean? As somebody that's went to like this school of horror, that's seen all these amazing films that you yourself have a very distinct look to, you know, how you tell your stories on film um i'm just excited to see what your output's going to be so oh, i can't wait like you. so you said right right now you're just in the process of writing it still yes in the process i do it's based off of the uh the short that i filmed this was like probably like a year and okay. a half ago maybe two years ago she i don't yep. know if you watched that one yep. so this is going to be you know i kind of wanted to have like an outline like the kind of mm -hmm. look i was going for um mm -hmm. again because i'm a visual person and i needed to see it I knew yeah. that I knew it in my mind, but, you know, being yeah. able to see it on screen, it was, you know, that's pretty cool. So, but thank yeah. you. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate it. It's a, I, I, I feel good about it. I like the fact that I don't have to rush to do yeah. it. It's yeah. just like, and then I, at one point, not going to lie, like um, earlier this year, um, well, the end of last year, I knew that I was going to be working on it. And I was kind of stalling. And I don't know if this is this has happened to you before because you make films as well. But where mm -hmm. it's just like when you put a project to the side and it just keeps on nagging you. Mm -hmm. Like it just it's like it's just always there. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to need to like finish this at this point. Yeah. You know, yeah, just, I, like it just put it out there. Yeah. No, I, I did that with my friend Lisa. Um, 
because with me it's like i just want to do like italian shit all day long you know what i mean i just want to <laughs> i want to do another giallo i want to do like it's like supernatural italian thing but that's like what my tastes gravitate towards you know so with my friend lisa it was like it really how you say like it didn't excite me because it was i was i was going to be working with like a child or children um i was going to be shooting this in broad daylight um like how do you shoot a horror movie in broad daylight um and then it was like a supernatural thing so it never really like it it never like like i said my tastes are more like i want to do something like with somebody with black gloves that's stalking somebody in a (laughs) dark alley or whatever you know so it didn't really interest me but like you said it kept nagging at me and it kept it was always there like the everything was finished um and then what sealed it for me was um It was right after my brother passed away. Um, I wanted to jump back into something creative. And and so I we looked at my friend Lisa because everybody that was involved in it like had free time. Uh it was right after Halloween, I remember. Actually, no, it was it was so my brother passed away in September, so it was that October I was in limbo. Like my bot my mind, my body, everything was just in limbo. I'm so So, sorry. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, but there was something inside me that, like, it needed to go forward, you know. that I think in anybody that's, like, a creative type, you have that drive in you that just wants to push you forward, no matter where you are, what you're doing. Um, so that was the case. And then, like, my friend uh, my friend Nathan, he's uh, he was one of the producers, and um, uh, he was actually the audio guy and uh, the, the sound guy. And the, actually, like, it's funny, when you get together to do these things, people play so many roles in these films, you know? So he was one of, like, he, if you look at the credits, he he did just about almost everything. Uh, so he was like, hey, like, what's going on with that My Friend Lisa project that you, we had going on or whatever? And then that's what sort of forced me to take a look at it. I saw everybody was free. Um, and then I reached out to um, Sunny, Sunny Schreiner, I think her name is. Um, she's the one that created uh the little pink backpack uh which is what my friend lisa it's one of these like uh internet i guess creepy pastas uh they call the the crazy kids call them um and it was one of those where it was like uh you know this notebook was found with these child drawings uh depicting like this imaginary friend that eventually kills the whole family and then, hmm. like, you know, so it was, like, very creepy and interesting to me. So I, I wanted to make sure that I, I cleared it with her. And I sent her, like, the treatment to it and all that stuff. And she was blown away. And it was right around the time when her kid, um, I don't mean to put, like, personal stuff out there or whatever, but her kid, unfortunately, lost his battle with cancer. Aww. So she was in a, in a weird place. And then I was coming from that weird place of loss as well. So when, when we connected, like we talked like off, you know, to the side or whatever. And I talked to her about like, I just lost my brother. So I feel like this is a good project for me. And then she was telling me about how she just lost her son. So we connected in that way. And then this became much more meaningful. So I just, I wanted to like really get this going. And then we filmed it. And then now it's got like, out of everything that I've done, everything that like I aspire to do, everything, all like the Jallo room, uh, this podcast, all that stuff. 
that's the thing with the most like clicks and you know youtube views or whatever you want to call them yeah so so it's like holy sh like i've, I've never it, it's weird it's like when you when you sit down and you try like it doesn't come your way but like when it when you sit down and you just do something just to do it and then it becomes yeah. something more than the little thing that it set out to be it became mm -hmm. like oh i want to finish this for sunny and her kid and then for my brother and then i want to like i want to make this a sort of like the catalyst to move forward that's what it became so now that it's like you look at it and it's over forty thousand views on youtube it's like wow. holy shit like you know, it's nowhere <laughs> near a million views or whatever but for me it's like oh my god that's like that's, that's, that's amazing crazy yeah so we were actually going to shoot the 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 next chapter to that and then COVID hit and Aww. here we are doing <laughs> doing the podcast yeah. now, you know. Um But don't let go of that. Like I still hope that you guys do it hopefully, you know, when this stuff Well, you know, like it's it's like it's one of those things where, you know, the, I wanted to use the all everybody the same like from the the, the first film. But, you know, the my niece is getting big. Like, mm -hmm. she, she doesn't look that small anymore or whatever. So it's like, now i got to figure out how to continue it and maybe, I don't know, either trick the camera into, like, you know, oh, she's, like, this young or whatever still. Or, like, just move on to, like, using the same concept, but, you you know, maybe a different family or something. I don't know. Wow. Like, it's, it's something where it's, like, like when you showed your dolls the other night on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, for actually first I was like, what the hell is she doing? With those yeah. And why does everybody always say that? Like they're really, <laughs> they're not that bad. Like, oh my God. Dude. Like, um, and then like it, it started me thinking like this could be this, like scary things could be anywhere, you know? It could be in broad daylight. It could be like you can use any avatar, you know, like you could have like a haunted water bottle that like, you know, <laughs> uh, like you, you could literally if you if you look at the entire genre, there's literally anything for anybody out there, you know. Um, so it just made me think about things in a different light. It, it, it really forced me to be like, well, you can't put yourself in a box. Like, I think the, the smarter stuff comes from people that ch challenge themselves and go outside of the box and do it a completely different way than it's right. ever been shown before, you know? So having like, okay, like I don't, I don't want to make it seem like it's the Brian Martinez film deviant show or whatever. Cause you're well, but it is, it is. So it's okay. <laughs> um, I noticed that you, you have something on bloody disgusting coming up. Oh yes. This is very new. <laughs> Not yeah. that I forget about it, but um, there is a weekly podcast. The Bloody awesome. Disgusting podcast. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, Megan, she approached me about the opportunity. And mm -hmm. I used to write for Bloody Disgusting a long right. time ago. And so, yeah. um, you know, it's I was thinking about it. And as much as I, I like, I really love the website. And I was like, heck yeah. How can I yeah. deny being a yeah. part of, you know, all this horror love? So right. Right. Uh, the first episode actually um, is out today. Wednesday. Okay. Nice. And it's it's everywhere. It's uh Apple, uh, Spotify. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's 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 just like talking about horror movies, basically. So it's kind of like a weekly news show. So we kind of split okay. it up in a way. Um, where we kind of just talk about what brings us joy, like because you know sometimes in a lot of communities, um, mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. can be a lot of hate where people want to have that oh, connection. 
and talk about what they hate. And you know, this with everything that's going on, like yeah. I've 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 just I've really never been a fan, but then especially with everything that's going on, I don't have the time for that. You know, I don't right. want to do on that. Um, right. So we kind of just talk about what we watch, um, some recent watch, like movies. Let's say if there's something that I really liked and I just want to tell you guys about it. So there's mm-hmm. that. Then we go into some trending topics. And then mm-hmm. I give you guys some recommendations, you know, uh, depending on what's released that week. So it's, nice. it's a really awesome podcast. I mean, but I'm biased. so <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. No, it's like it's one of those things where and, you know, obviously it being a weekly thing. Like I, I try to like, seriously, it, it's, it's so crazy to just try to find time just to do these things now. Yeah. Um, you know, especially my, my kid is like starting school next week. Oh so. my gosh. Wait, how old is he? I remember when he was like <laughs> so small. I mean, this is going to trip you out, but he's going to be a teenager Ew, uh, later no. this month. Yeah. No. Tell him to Isn't go back crazy? to his old age. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Like, um, I, I forgot what I was, uh, because like, you know, when, when you have, when you're, when you grow up, like you and I, right. It's like, we have these, um, like the, the way the the situations that molded us, like, you know, even some of these movies that we've seen, um, when I apply it to parenthood and I see him in the, the world that he's growing up in and whatever. And I'm like, man, like I almost try to compare like where he where he is now where where I was like back then or whatever and I gotta tell you the truth like when I was 13 I was playing video games playing Dungeons and Dragons watching scary movies uh skateboarding and you know like when I see him it's like I come home and he's doing that but like 2020 version of all that stuff you know what I mean so he's got all these streaming devices that he can watch movies now He's got all these iPads and Xbox blows my mind yeah. the way like the graphics are on that. So it's like he's doing all these things that I've been doing. Um, but now it's like 2020, and now you got that like that next level of like the pandemic and all this stuff, you know. Like, like it's crazy. Um, Zeno, like I, I'll tell you right now, like we cried, right? The other the when we found out that uh Chadwick Bozeman passed away. Because it was like you know, I, I I know like Black Panther is such a huge movie, um, like in the black community and stuff. But I, I feel like even going further than that, like, you know, I grew up with Superman. So right. watching Christopher Reeve, it was like, oh, that's awesome. But I can't relate with that. Like, I, not on my personal level. Like, right. I grew up in the projects and I'm seeing Superman and it's like, that's cool and all. But that's something I don't think I'll ever be, you know. So when I see something like a Black Panther and my son was like super into it and like he like loved that movie and like at the very end when uh when Killmonger like have you seen the movie I don't want to sit here and like talk like no you're, you're fine but when Killmonger dies at the very end I look over and my son's crying and then I'm crying and it's like Aww. like dad like he wasn't a bad guy you know and yeah. and it's like the things that he stood for in that movie and then the things that we're fighting for, like, in 2020, and, like, it almost feels like all my life I've seen that we've been fighting for that stuff or whatever. Right. Like, it just, it hits so close. Like, and I know, like, you know, somebody like a Chadwick Boseman, he's, like, you know, a movie star, and, like, you know, we will probably never meet him in our lifetime or whatever, somebody like that. 
but he connected like we connected in that way like he's the one that's like you know conveying the story and and so yeah like so seeing um what he how he deals with things like as a 13 year old compared to how i deal with things as a 13 year old it trips me out because i'm like man this kid like is telling me things like Killmonger wasn't a bad guy like in yeah. in uh, in Black Panther or whatever. Um, and I remember growing up, I could never look at it that deeply. I would just be like, "Oh my god, that was a great like fucking superhero movie or whatever." You yeah. Know? Um. So I almost feel that he's going to be like Brian two point or whatever. You know, like or the. <laughs> The, the T-1000 or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because it's crazy. Like, the way that we're, that you see, like, the way that you and I, right, for example, like, we see how technology, like, we were just talking, um, I think it was earlier on the show or before the show, how, like, technology has advanced in so many ways, like, within, even within, like, the, the horror community, you know? We're seeing that, but he's living all that stuff, you mm-hmm. know? So he's seeing things like, you know, he doesn't know what, um, like, what a regular phone like on a hook uh you know like when people go yo i'll call right. you whatever. he doesn't know what that is you know <laughs> what <I mean? laughs> That's so cute. like yeah but yeah like it's interesting to see him grow up in that age and then what he's into and what he loves and then you know like because me growing up i was just talking with a friend on a previous episode where uh like we grew up with these comic books and never in our wildest dreams would we be imagining that these were actually movies like when we were much older, he doesn't even get that. He gets the movie part. You know? <laughs> so, um, so it's such a weird time right now. And mm-hmm. um, God, like, and you know, I, I know I, I, I touched upon it or whatever, but um, it's just interesting how like, cause in your new venture with bloody disgusting, um, you're going to be talking about like some of these hot topics or whatever. And um, I, I just know like, you know, just by staying connected with social media, just all the stuff that something like Fangoria sort of just went through right. with um, with the previous owners or whatever. Um, I'm not sure if they were owners or investors or whatever, but whoever was on the tip top of that ladder of the, you know, Fangoria and then like some of these other properties were owned by them, by this mm-hmm. conglomerate or whatever. Um, that was a bad dude, you know, so seeing that news that you know fangoria is now in the hands of a more capable individual and somebody that feels more fresh and exciting like you know like you're that's the stuff that you're going to be talking about you know so does that like whenever we we because like you know sometimes we look at our horror movies as like an escape from reality or whatever does that ever like blur the lines with you like whenever you sit down and like you know you're we're dealing with the things that we are in 2020 and you know um like does that ever you know because like in a in a way it's like you almost saw like like for example jordan peele and and the way that he's like now you know he's got like a lot of uh high profile projects that he's going to be working on and just to see where he came from with you know the comedy stuff and then making something like get out and then us Right. Um, and then, like, seeing, like, his vision and his, and his scope, whatever. And then you have, like, 2020 with Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Like, it's just such a weird, um, like, almost, like, big step forward. Mm-hmm. And then you got all this cop stuff going on. It's like, oh, shit. Like, it's, you know, it's it, it's still out there every day. 
how do you make that distinction like in like your life when it comes to like just sitting down and watching this like brainless horror movie and or like watching things because you know that like it it, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like it, it reaches a different level, and it's it's bringing the horror, but it's also bringing some of that um, social stuff into it or whatever. You know. Right. Um. I feel like for me, it, it's it is more for comfort. You know, I watch horror for for that comfort. And mm-hmm. again, you know, there's a lot of horrible things that's going on right now. And I know a lot of people would say that like five years ago, ten years ago, of course. But because we're in the year that we're in right now with everything right. that's going right. on right now. Right. Um, it's, it is sometimes hard, you know, even trying to stay positive and not mm-hmm. saying that I'm like apples and sunshine, always happy all the time, but I really yeah. do try to make it a point to do what makes me happy, surround mm-hmm. myself with things uh, that makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, um, as you know how it is, it's just like, Say if I just didn't want to do anything this whole time, I, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to stay in bed and watch reality TV. I'm just Mm going to stay in bed and just sleep all day. You know, that's not going to make me feel good. So um, for me, that's that's what I try to do. And then even hearing about with what Fangoria, I'm really excited about, you know, um, with the woman, Tara Ainsley. Um, Mm -hmm. I think she's going to be great. You know, and I really enjoyed um, Tragedy Girls. I know she did produce that. Mm-hmm, and St. Saint, mm-hmm. uh, Saint Agatha, I believe, as well. So yeah. I'm excited to see. And I love the fact that she said that she wants to, you know, they want new voices. And yeah. that's, I think that's exactly what everybody needs right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and then to that point, too, like, I remember growing up where... Um, you know, and I was ta- I was having like a real heartfelt um, discussion with uh, John Kitley about this or whatever. But it, like when you grew up, <clears throat> it was very um, the circles that you would see uh, were very like limited, right? Mm-hmm. So even me, like growing up as like you know, uh, I'm from Venezuela or whatever, and I'm here, I'm living in Boston where like everybody <laughs> they don't look like me or whatever. Like, it was just, like, it was tough to find your own crowd because, like, I wasn't, I had, like, my foot or my toes and everything. Like, I was, I was into skateboarding. I was into punk music. I was into horror movies. So, it was, like, my crowd was, like, really uh, diverse, you know? Like, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, like, the the skaters might be into, like, punk and then they might be into, like, horror movies or whatever. So, like, the 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 funnel that went into, like, my world or whatever was very like tiny you know Mm -hmm. and then when you fast forward to these days it's like like to hear about like you know um you and and whom else are uh co-hosting the the podcast i megan megan as well as um another this john john creepy podcast john so okay 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 cool um so like it's a very diverse um group of people Mm-hmm. voices coming from all these different areas like talking about horror movies and stuff that we grew up on stuff that is like cool these days and you know so i just think it's a it's a cool landscape um the the way that even though like like you said some terrible shit is happening but like you still have like like a mexican won uh an academy award like guillermo del toro won an academy award like, yes. recently you know what i mean so it's like you almost wonder like the the shifts are being made but at the same time there's other stuff being brought to light you know 
Um, it's not necessarily kept in the shadows anymore. And it's right. with social media, with all the stuff, the world is much more open. Mm-hmm. So things like that are more like in everybody's, you know, face, you know. Right. Um, so having said that, I'm excited, like, for your voice. I'm excited, like, for this new project that you're doing. I'm excited for uh, the film that you're writing. Like, you know, I, I think that the world definitely needs more voices like you. Um you know, more so than me, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> no, I, I think, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I think that your voice matters. I think that everybody's voice matters. Everybody has, is bringing, they're bringing something to the table yeah. that's new and valid. And it's just, you know, it's important to be heard. It's, it's just that yeah. simple, I feel. Yeah. Good point. Um, so just a couple of things about one of your favorite, if not the favorite horror film of yours, uh, Night of the Demons. Yes. <laughs> um, ni- 1988 is when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you watched it like in the theater or did you have No, um, I believe I was at home. I think I was probably like, so this was like 19, I probably watched it in 1999. No, 1990. Okay. And I okay. was maybe three or four. Wow. <laughs> and I was right? Three or four years old. <laughs> Um, oh my god! My mom is a she's a huge, huge horror fan, yeah. and I've always just felt that you know what we're best friends. Whatever she watches, I'm gonna watch. And um, yeah. I'm the youngest of six, and we uh, we would all just watch movies together. Like uh-huh. with my dad, he doesn't like horror movies. He won't do it, yeah. and he's like a big man, and he's not afraid to say that. But yeah. it was just something about it, like which I'm pretty sure you heard me say this before, but. You know, it's the opening credits. It's an animation and mm-hmm. it's like a Halloween theme and it's spooky. And there's like skeletons and bats. And I just thought it was going to be like a cartoon. And then it just yeah. transformed. And it's just like 80s. And then I know like since we're, we're talking about it, it's like, OK, it is pure 80s. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the music, the dialogue, the clothing yeah, and everything. You know, the character that I really like, <laughs> which you, I'm pretty sure, you know. Uh-huh. It's from Billy. Um, yeah. I really like yeah. Billy. But um, I really like Roger because I yeah. feel like Roger is a real character. And I say this yeah. because when I was a teenager, I've, I've like most of us, I've done a lot of dumb things. One mm. thing that was really dumb that I did, I played with a Ouija board. And I oh knew, I know, right? <laughs> I, I watched Kevin Tenney's other movies which board, the first one, the second one. So it's like, I knew not to do this. I saw The Exorcist. So it's like, it's like all these things. <laughs> I knew this, but I had a friend at the time, one of my best friends. She was uh, hanging out with a girl. I won't say her name, but we'll just call her, <laughs> we'll call her Claire. She was okay. hanging out with a girl, Claire. And okay. Claire was into... Um, she was very alternative. And so kind of like what you were talking about when you were in, you know, when you were younger, like teenagers, you were into a lot of things. I had mm-hmm. a lot of different friend groups because okay. I was into a lot of different things. Cool, and yeah. the high school I went to, it was not very diverse. Um, okay. I was probably in my grade, there were only five black kids, mm-hmm. including yeah. me, five. Okay. <laughs> Five, you know, yeah. so it, yeah. you know, yeah. and but but the point is, I had different different types of friends, you know, uh-huh. and but one of my good friends, we just clicked, you know, we obviously visually we, we looked very different. She's very alternative, mm-hmm. punk rock, 
dye her hair a different color every week. But yeah. she's just one of those people I could just talk to about anything. You know what like I mean? You, you, you had that same language with her. Right. right? We did. We did. Yeah. We did. And it's just like, it wasn't, she was into movies, but she was willing to watch anything. But mm. I don't know. You know, sometimes you meet people when you guys just click. Yeah. And yep. that's one of us. And she started hanging out with this girl named Claire, which mm. is fine. You know, live your life. Still <laughs> <laughs> you know, best friends. And yeah. um, Claire was kind of like her. She was very, very alternative, um, really into hanging out in graveyards. Um, like she was in a band. I mean, she was really cool, though. I'm not going to lie. Claire was cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, and plus, they lived closer. So the school that I went to, it was very suburban, different uh, from Yonkers. Okay. Yeah. So different oh, from yeah. Yonkers. I don't know if you ever been to Hastings on Hudson. So I went to school there. Very pleasant okay. Billy. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, I lived kind of far away. So it wasn't like we could hang out. We could hang out on the weekends, but she would have to drive over or have somebody drop her off, which I'm sure it wasn't always convenient. Whereas mm -hmm. Claire lived across the street. Yeah. From her. Okay. So okay. I, I got it. So she told me one day I, I was over her house. It was on a Friday because it was like a movie night. We used to go to the video store. For some reason, there was still video stores, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we would go to the video store and we would pick out movies. But this time, we didn't do that this time. And she said, hey, you know, I want to show you something that Claire oh showed me. Oh, my God. Here we said, go. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting for the unveiling of this thing. You know what I mean? Well, like, I know, it's like, it's, it's just the thing is that I knew better. I knew better. Uh, and and uh, even when she said Claire, no offense, I knew what she was going to say because she told me what they would do, how they would yeah. go to the graveyard. They would hold like seances in the graveyard. Oh and my God! <laughs> she told me a creepy thing happened, and because she was trying to find a way, she lived okay without putting her business out there too much. Mm -hmm. She lived with her aunt, and her okay. aunt was sometimes let her drive her car. She mm -hmm. dented her aunt's car, and she was trying to figure out a way to fix it. Oh, wow. she <laughs> it happened in, at the graveyard at, at the cemetery, and she yeah. said that well, we didn't hit anything. It was probably a ghost, you know. <laughs> right. So pretty much she said that she wants to show me something and I was like, okay, well, you know what? And she said, well, I don't want you to freak out. I'm like, just tell me. So she does because she knew like I wasn't. And then she said, no, I'm telling you, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. She showed me how to like do the opening and, you know, I can create one because I said, well, but you don't have a Ouija board. She took some paper. Uh -huh. She made like, you know, did like the alphabet and stuff like that. We found something, put our hands on the thing and we were going like that, moving it around. Before we did that, she she this she said something about how the spirits were here. So I don't know. Okay, and yeah. I'm glad I don't remember. And yeah. no lie, I feel like I've I've told this before, but how her apartment was kind of set up or where she lived. Um, you walk up these stairs, and when you um you're in the entry kind of area, there was like this very heavy wardrobe like closet. The door mm. was very heavy. Her aunt worked nights, so she wasn't home. There's yeah. no one in the house. She doesn't have a cat. She doesn't have a dog, no birds, no goldfish, nothing. No uh -huh. one could have done this. And no, the, the wind, it's not the wind, okay? <laughs> we something. And we were, like, playing around, asking different questions. And she yeah. told me to ask something. I don't even remember what I asked. But then she said, okay, let's get serious. I'm like, no. <laughs> but then oh, she was like, let's get serious. She said, okay, if there's anyone in the room... 
you know, um, or if, if there's anyone here, let us know. Show us a sign. No. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. All I hear is the creaking of the door as if somebody pushed uh, it. It was very heavy. Like, seriously, yeah. it was a very heavy door. And the only way that that door would move is if somebody pushed it. Yeah. Again, there was nobody in the house because I remember when I first came in, she lived. She only lived with her aunt, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I went to the restroom. There's no one there because the place was kind of small, easy to see around there. Went back into her room, and then we started doing. And then that happened. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, we're gonna have to stop. We're gonna have to stop. <laughs> yeah. Peace yes. out. <laughs> That's what I did. I don't know. What I mean, she's still alive, I, I think. But you know, yeah. I mean, after that, after what happened, but it was just shocking, you know, because it was just kind of like, okay. Um, I gotta go. And yeah. she looked at me, I'm dead serious. And yeah, yeah, I went home and then um she didn't I don't even know if she slept there that, that night. We I never brought it up to her again and we never I've never done something like that again. But seriously, it was just a very and you know how if you watch a lot of horror movies and sometimes even mm -hmm. like you know like horror, you know, hits a nerve, but especially when you're like in it, right? Yeah, but I yep. admit this. I know I'm always saying like real queen of horror, okay, but I'm still scared. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, kind of, it, it throughout the whole time it was a very chilling moment and mm -hmm. I'll never forget that and I, I mm -hmm. have no idea why I did that but I say all that to say with Roger <laughs> teenager he's, he's doing dumb things going to a funeral home for yeah. a party doing that playing that seance game uh -huh. even though he, he didn't feel right and that's what I mean you kind of just it wasn't even like it wasn't even peer pressure because it was just her. She wasn't pressuring me. She just mm -hmm. acted. I agreed to do it because I, I didn't think it was a big deal. And yeah. when, you know, when Roger says that line, how, you know, his 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 dad is, is, a, is a preacher, he's a pastor, he knows better. And it's just like, you know, my parents growing up, even still to this day, I'm a grown woman. Mm -hmm. um, they're very, very strict, especially with me because I'm like their last child. And yeah. I'm a grown woman, Brian. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so it's like even when I was going to move to when I moved to Florida, it was like such a big deal. And it's just like, guys, like I graduated from from school, like I went to college. I, I got this. That's just how they are, which is understandable. Yeah. But they were like really strict, you know. Yeah. And yeah. they were. I remember one time we even moved into a house, and we found a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> oh my they god. They threw it out. Like we were so excited, like my brothers and sisters, and they yeah. Smart. <laughs> Good. I see that now. But you know, when you're young, it was like it wasn't even like I wanted the thrill. It was just kind of like yeah. I didn't see it as a big deal. Yeah, but because then, I mean it's it's something interesting, right? Like you you right. you've never seen one and you're like, oh my god, that's a yeah, you're yeah. curious. And so yeah. that's what I mean. So that's why I find Roger's so relatable. Like, yeah. I know, like, you know, with a lot, I will hear from a lot of, like, people of color and black people mm. and say, how well, if I was in that movie, I would do... No, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm not saying that we're all alike, but it's just kind of like, I feel like he is the perfect example. He yeah. went to a party. Yeah. It seemed like it wasn't a big deal. Mm. But then by the time he realized that things were like, hey, this is going terrible, it was too late. Yeah. You know, yep, so yep. Um, 
And it's just one of those movies. It just always just stuck with me. I remember when I first watched it, I was terrified, but I loved it. And then from then on there, it's like, I just, that's all I wanted to watch. Night of the Demons and other movies like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say to this day, um, you know, I'm, I'm a grown ass man and uh, there's still things that like have stuck in my psyche, you know, um, the, the lipstick scene from that movie, like that, I, I watched that when I was uh, like not as like I, I I talked about in previous episodes where my first like I, I, Jesus Christ I, I don't know if I was eight years old um, I walked in and my uncle was watching all the colors of the dark um, and that's not like a crazy like horror movie or whatever but it does have like a lot of satanic elements in it it's got a lot of nightmarish images um, it's got a lot of nudity so yeah. um, that was like my first experience really with like wow like i'm I'm used to my cartoons and whatnot and here i am watching this like <laughs> satanic uh matte black mass or whatever um so when i came along to like something like night of the demons i've been already watching like stuff here and there you know um but when that scene happened with the lipstick and the going into the nipple i like god I, i've never seen anything like that up to that point where it was like you know you because like you know on my side of the spectrum it's like now i'm watching it like i think into my teens so now i'm like watching this movie with like nudity in it and that's right. like you know it, it's almost it distracted me and then when she hits you with that lipstick scene it was like oh my god like you know it, it had me wide open and now it's like boom like it hits me right in the face kind of thing you know what i mean right. um so to this day, like just the way that that scene happened, it's just very in my head. It's like when I I, I'm, I almost like get to that scene and it's like I I kind of turn away a little bit because it's like, to, to me it's disturbing, you know. Yeah. But a really cool thing, like I don't know if you know any of the trivia from this movie, but the the makeup artist that Linnea Quigley met with to uh, do the casting of her breasts, mm-hmm. she ended up marrying. Um, oh, how cool! Yeah, uh, Steve Johnson, uh, the FX artist, like she actually ended up. Uh, they they got married, like you know, at, you know, years after this movie or whatever. Um, but it's kind of like it's it's cool um, because she was such an '80s icon um, <laughs> to know that, like you know, like she actually started a life with somebody like in one of these movies. That's that's pretty cool. That yeah. is so beautiful. Um, and then, do you know like what this movie was uh, supposed to be called? No, what? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be called um, Halloween Party. Oh, that was, oh that yes. Was, that was one of the working titles. And then also Demon Boogie was another uh, title that they were thinking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, like, when, when you hear Night of... I, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where it's, like, sometimes, um, like, when you hear these iconic movie titles, you know, like Fright Night um you know the the living dead movies um dawn of the dead like things like that they just take on such an iconic imagery in your mind when you hear these titles you know even right. something like jaws you know yeah um so when i hear night of the demons for me because i got that demons thing you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um it's almost like it's it's mixing the two like because night of the demons is like if you talk to any horror fan if they've never seen night of the demons to me they're not a real horror fan because it's oh like it's such an iconic movie right 
Um, so I would put it in that conversation with like, uh, like you know, Night of the Living Dead, like all these classic horror movies. I think it's up there with you know some of these other movies. Um, but I don't know because I'm I'm coming from like loving demons, um, and then I see this movie and it's almost like I went into it with like, oh, like it's not going to be as cool as demons. But it ended up blowing my mind, like in a different level, like a different right. take. You know what I mean? Different uh, perspective, or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I, I've always loved the movie. I, I didn't quite get into the sequels. Did you ever? I have, I have, and I I dig this the second one. The second one is fun. It is another yeah. guilty, you know, p- pleasure of mine. I know that people say, "Oh, you shouldn't say that." It's just because it's it is very cheesy. You know, yeah. it's very far yeah. out there and stuff. There's there's a lot of over the top scenes. Yeah. Um, and then the third one, the third one's it, it's still cheesy too, but I still watched it. I, I still have a love for it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend it, like where it's just like, no, you have to watch it. But if you're a completist, yes, yeah, you yeah. do too. Um, yeah. And then with the with the remake, um, the one that was made in what was it, two thousand and nine or two thousand and ten? Yeah. I wasn't crazy about that one, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I I didn't I didn't really get the direction that they were going in. With mm-hmm. it, I mean, I was mm-hmm. happy to see what they were what they were trying to do, but it just it wasn't for me. Like I was, I don't feel like I was their audience for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and I, I feel you with that one because there was some, like you said, like there were some cool moments, but as a whole, like it didn't for me, it didn't capture the same spirit as the original right. did. You right. know what I mean? Um, I think it's it's so tricky because when you when you when you set out to like remake something from the eighties. Um, I'm not a huge slasher fan, um, which I've alluded to in several episodes when I talk about my beloved Jallo. <laughs> um, but like, I, I am able to recognize that the eighties were so, um, of its time, you know, like it's got such a, um, like a signature, like a time signature, uh, because when you try to remake a film, from that time period, it's just, it's not going to have the same kind of vibe to it, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always like, whenever I hear of a remake coming and it's like specifically about like an eighties movie, I'm going to like, right off the bat, I'm going to be like, Ooh, like, I don't know what you're doing <laughs> here. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I don't mean to like anger any, like, you know, huge fans of like the i'm a big fan of the 70s films and uh you know but like 60s and 50s and then like even further uh behind or whatever like i think it's it's almost easier because you're dealing with a um a generation right now that they're so used to hd and the thing the way that like even my phone is like it's got some of the best technology in it or whatever right um so when you look at an older film, like although some of us that love these films can appreciate like the personalities and the characteristics of these older movies, I love watching. I love going. Uh, it's going to be a while now, but um, until that happens again. But when you see some of these older films that are playing at a movie theater nearby or whatever, or like an mm-hmm. art art house or whatever, um, I love going to one of these and like say something like Night of the Living Dead. Where you still see like all the scratches in the original film, like I just, I just, yeah, like I think it's such an amazing thing because it's like you're getting to experience um, this like uh, piece of art that you love in front of you. Like I went to see Torso, 
um that's so surgeon. cool yeah like and it was the original print from the the original first run when it came out in movie theaters uh in the state so you you got to see like all the scratches you got to see everything that was like over the course of time how it's aged you know what i mean um so it just gives you a distinct life to that particular film you know yes. like a different perspective it's like so these days when kids like you know um like i think it was just announced that there's a is going to be like um john carpenter's the thing right. is going to have some kind of reboot or whatever you know mm-hmm. where that one is from i believe what 82 or something um yeah john carpenter's right 82 yeah yeah, so that one, and then from that one, that's it's remade from an, an even older black and white film. Yeah. So it's almost like younger audiences are going to embrace the newer thing a lot more, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even with something like The Exorcist, that's a 70s movie. Right. And now they're talking about the remake. It's going to be one mm-hmm. of these, like, high-budget, you know, flashy kind of things. Yeah. You know, but when you remember the, the original Exorcist, it's like, when it opens um in you know this foreign land and you get this sort of archaeology team and they're digging this thing up and it's like it's got so much uh symbolism within the imagery and things like that that i don't think it's going to be it's going to be very hard to duplicate you know mm-hmm. what I mean? um so i mean i don't hate remakes i don't necessarily like go out of my way to like oh fuck a remake or fuck a All reboot right. or whatever <laughs> but i i can appreciate them if they're trying you know what i mean right yeah, um like are, is there anything uh recently that you've seen that you really like that happens to be like a remake or a reboot or whatever? Um well, I haven't watched it yet, but they just kind of announced it. I know that they're going to do a remake of Dead Ringers. And Ooh. I really yeah, and this time it's going to be a female. It's actually um I'm sorry, I forgot her name, but the woman who was in the Mummy movies, Rachel Wise, West West Really? Yes. And I I feel like that is so fitting, fitting for, you know, to do like a gender swap that is going to be a woman. I think that that makes sense, you know? Um, And that movie just always made me feel very icky. So, but I'm excited. I I believe that it's going to be a series. Um, So I'm excited about that and I'm open to it. But I kind of got like, I decided, um, because I, you know, when they announced, when I first found out that there was going to be a Night of the Demons remake. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like it. I did not like it at all. This was even without me seeing a trailer, a poster, knowing who's going to be in it. Mm -hmm. Just didn't want it. Didn't want to see it. And I remember it took me a couple of years to watch it. Mm -hmm. And then when I finally did, I wasn't a fan of it. And then I was like, see, this is why. Right? Yeah. A couple of years later, they remade um, Maniac with Elijah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really love that movie. I love Joe Smanel. And it was just kind of like, I was thinking, I remember once again, I was going down that path where it's just like, he's all oh, Elijah Wood. He's not going to be able to do it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And without even seeing like a trailer, a poster, anything like that. Within yeah. the first 10 minutes, I was blown away. And it was yep. the best, one of the best remakes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah same it had the essence of Joe Smanel. Like it was just, he was just as creepy and it was yeah. really good. So now how I feel about remakes, I'm open to them. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I know that they even, um, it will be coming soon. They're remaking um, The Witches, the 90s. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, when I was a kid, that was my jam. So yeah. the fact that they're doing that, you know, I'm open to it because kind of like what you said, just how I liked it when I was a kid, 
there are going to be like you know younger kids these days where it's just like they're going to love it and it's going to introduce them and most likely they are going to go back and they're going to watch it and who knows perhaps they'll even like the original one better like with my nephews um this was probably like last year Mm -hmm. they were visiting for thanksgiving Mm -hmm. um they've never seen little monsters starring fred savage (laughs) Uh, yeah so um they're between the ages of eight and 14, 15. Uh-huh. And so I kind of just put it on for them and they really liked it. And I could tell that they liked it. They didn't have their phones in their hands. Nice. They really liked it. And so <laughs> and that's what I mean. You you kind of can introduce them to that kind of stuff and, and they'll be open to it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I'm a, I'm a believer. And if you don't like um, remakes, that's fine. You have a right to live your life and feel how you want to feel, but perhaps give it a chance. You know, mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. It could surprise you. Mm-hmm. There's even been on the opposite end for me. Like I've, I've watched some sequels where, you know, I was like, oh, it's going to be so good. And then I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. But, then I, but a positive way to put it, I feel, is, you know, I'm not their audience. So that's what right. I, I, I've noticed that I'll always say often. Yeah. It comes yeah. to that. Yeah. And, and to that point, like, I've always been a big Star Wars fan. You know, so when uh, when the prequels came out, it was like, oh, man, it's like it, it, it kind of messed things up for me. Right. Because I was always like more into the original trilogy. Right. Right. Um, my son started getting into Star Wars and, you know, he's um, like I mentioned to you, he's going to be a teenager now. But he was much younger when when he started watching these films and he watched it with like fresh eyes as a child, you know, watching all these films with no like bias or no, um, Oh, well, like, you know, George Lucas is fucking up the whole trip, you know, whatever. He didn't watch it with any of that stuff. You know, he watched it as a story of a young child that is growing and then falls in love and then has some kids with somebody and then turns into the dark force. Like he's watching it as the story unfolding. So, he loves like the prequels he loves the newer movies he loves anything that's star wars and and more to that it's like he's just into the essence of the story that's being told you know what i mean right so watching it through his um perspective it was very much like wow I, i've been like i've been way too critical of these things way too well, like it's it's like he's trying to tell the story catered to younger minds or whatever right so like you said it's like it's not for me necessarily um i can always go back and find things that are for mm-hmm. me but this is presented as just hey this is a story take it as it is and the the younger kids are the ones that are loving this thing you know right um so it's it's weird like we we grow up now like in this um this thing where like you go and you watch an avengers movie and it's like the the most uh, the highest budgeted movie out there. It's got all the the A list actors in it. They're they're treating it with like this level of seriousness, right? And it's a comic book movie. Like it's a superhero comic book movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so taking that to like other things that like when kids start watching or whatever, like we just watched um, that Artemis Fall movie that just debuted on uh, oh, Disney nice. Plus. And it wasn't bad, you know. But my son was like, "Oh, the story, the the book is better," you know. <laughs> <laughs> so already you start yeah. to see his his wheels turning, like, "Oh, that adaptation mm-hmm. wasn't to my liking to, for this original source right. uh, material, or whatever." But no, we've been uh, chatting for almost an hour and a half. Uh, 
Is there anything else you want to discuss? Um, any, any, uh, anything you got going on? You know, like I know we talked about the bloody disgusting thing. Anything you, anywhere you want to point my three, li- my three, uh, film deviant listeners over to. You don't have three. Listeners. <laughs> you have so many. Um, I'm just going to say if you guys like YouTube, like I don't never want to force anybody like follow me, you know, it's fine. <laughs> if you, follow uh, me, yeah. like, subscribe, comment, comment, yeah. like you have to comment every day, every video, leave you know, a review, you know, if you want, um, I also, you know, do YouTube videos, just mm. list videos, um, with a little, uh, with a little twist, like, I don't know, because like I was telling you earlier, I watch a lot of movies, so it helps me keep track. Like, last, or oh, a couple of weeks ago, I did one on, like, top four-legged pets, you know, mm-hmm. because it was, like, mm-hmm. National Dog Week or something. So, you know, something fun like that. Um, so if you're yeah. someone who likes list, because, um, you know, lists are fun, you can mm-hmm. feel free to, like, check out, you know, some of my, some of my work. Nice. And then you also, like, um, you put a little bit of, like, fashion flavor into it, too, right? Do I? Well, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> you know, fashion's fun, you know, but that's not always, like, the focus. It's just, I guess, with the, uh, like I was telling you earlier, with, with the filming equipment. Like, I have a lot of filming equipment that I've had, like, over the years, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were just sitting around. So now mm-hmm. it's like I just use it. There's a lot of lights and cameras and mm. you know things that i have and it's just like you know this is also great filming practice for me so i try yeah. to like look at it from a film point of view try mm. different angles so it's fun. i'm just I'm, I'm just saying like you're always like looking legit like whenever like i oh. see a video of you you know what i mean like you're always thank looking you. good so thank you yeah I, well when the world was okay i i did like to you know shop i mean i still do but yeah yeah you know, this is it's scary though yeah it's it's scary so it's like you know you shop online and stuff and yeah. um you know it, it's so fun <laughs> have, have you been doing a lot of that where it's like everything is basically online shopping now for the most part, at one point, I used to have, like, my groceries delivered, but then I oh, found nice. I'm never going outside. Like, so now it's, like, I'll try to, like, take walks. Um, and then it's, like, I kind of live in the middle of nowhere. So nice. it's it's a little bit easier for me to be able to go outside, um, go for a walk. Um, even with my backyard, it's very spacious. So, yeah. you know, I'm able yeah. to do that kind of stuff. But um, I've recently been starting to, like, go to the store, you know, with a mask mm-hmm. and stuff, and, you mm-hmm. know, just so I can get out and everything, um, and, you know, have a life outside of work, because it's like, I work here, I sleep here, I eat here, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say, like, because I know you're out in Florida, and I knew you discussed this briefly over on, uh, you know, that, uh, what is it, the Women and Horror the film festival, right? Um, yes. Whiff, Whiff, I think it's they they call it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you discussed very briefly, but this is a huge fear of mine. And what would keep me in like the pandemic wouldn't have done the wouldn't have been the thing that kept me indoors if I lived out in Florida. It would have been these uh, alien sized goddamn uh, roaches that fly. You know oh I mean? my god! <laughs> it's I'm I'm still like seriously. It was when I moved down here. This was wow. It was like around the same time I started the blog, 2011. Yeah. And yeah. um, yeah, it was just like I started this another story. Um, I started this job and I was working there, 
and I just see this huge thing flying and a customer's telling me about it. It's like, girl, I can't help you. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do about it. So, but yeah, it's just like, they, like, I, cause you would see them and they're all big and stuff and just yeah. gross, but then they yep. fly at you. No, no, I, just, yeah, like, I can't. I, I went to uh, Disney world um, a few years back with my son and my wife and, and like, so we're in, staying at like one of these resort hotels or whatever. And I, I go out to like get ice. I forgot what it was. Or maybe my wife needed like a Sprite or whatever. So I went out and I go outside and then I'm just like minding my own goddamn business, just trying to get this uh, Sprite. And then I see this thing hit the wall and drop right in front of me, right in front of my feet. And I was wearing like uh, flip flops because, you know, that's what you do when you're on floor. <laughs> so I'm wearing flip flops and this thing was about like, I like, okay, people always, uh, how you say, exaggerate or whatever. Mm -hmm. This thing was almost as big as my goddamn hand. Like, oh my like gosh. looking at it on the ground. And obviously it had wings and it was like doing this thing oh. on the back. But I was like, you know what? That right there is proof positive that I will never move out here. <laughs> like I'll come Honestly. and visit. But oh my God. <laughs> I don't blame you. I feel like I've been trying to get my family members to move out mm -hmm. here and even though they like the price they like yeah. what they see but they're not a fan of the heat they're yeah. not a fan of how things are like very spaced out mm. you know um and and the bugs like and then other creatures there's like alligators and stuff i mean luckily <laughs> <laughs> luckily i'm i'm not near any water there's no little lakes yeah. or whatever but it's just it's just gross sometimes, yeah. like the heat. But don't get me wrong; like I don't want to just sound like I'm bashing Florida all the time. <laughs> it really right. is cheaper cheaper to live here, and even like I was telling you earlier with my one sister, she has a great apart like a great apartment. Her and her husband has a one bedroom, yeah. but I have a four bedroom, and I'm paying cheaper than you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just yeah. kind of yeah, 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 and, and it's like you know you don't pay taxes out there, right? Like um like it's one of those things where it's like uh you 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 understand why people move out there right, right like right. you know um right. and i don't know who knows like and you I know, know. I, I just recommend that if one day you ever do move to florida yeah. <laughs> you'll learn you'll learn how to live here like i don't think you'll ever because people have been telling me for years like you'll get used to the heat i'm still not used to it I just yeah. don't go out there if I don't have to. Yeah. You know, when I do decide to do stuff, I'm not doing it until like after five because it's cooler. Yeah. Um, but I remember even sometimes when, when I had that, you know, early morning job, it would be like 6 a.m. and I'm out there and it's like, why is it hot at 6 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, actually, I got a, I just thought of a brand new uh, horror concept for you. Maybe you want to write down this note or whatever, but like you're sitting home. And you got all your stuff, and then your AC cuts out. You know what? That happened. <laughs> that happened. Oh, it, my it, God. It, it, happened. it happened maybe like uh, two months ago. Woke uh, up one morning, and I'm just like, God, it is just so hot. Like, why yeah. is it hot? Yeah. And the AC, but it was like, luckily, though, um, the people, like, they, when I called them, they came within yeah. like an hour. Within oh, the hour. And they yeah. fixed it. And it was just like a very small problem. Super cheap yeah. to fix and, so luckily it was fine, but it's just like, yeah, I heard of some people um, where they'll have problems and it's like, oh, well, the person told me they can't come until next week. No. Oof, oh, my no. God. No. <laughs> like, there's, there's no way. There's no way yeah. that you can live like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
No. But people do. People like, you know, they love their hot weather out there. <laughs> True. Um, I will have all the links in everywhere, like any any direction that points towards you um, in hey. my description. Um, God, thanks so much for being on my show. Um, super appreciate it. Like, um, I hope, like, you know, if you're not doing anything down the road, maybe you come on again. And, of know, course. Discuss another movie or whatever. Yeah, I would love for us to discuss a movie. Maybe we can, well, I don't know about demons. I feel like you always, we could pick a different movie and we'll talk okay. about that. So, okay. definitely. And thank you again for having me. This was great. Please. My, my pleasure. My honor. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I seriously recommend everybody check out Xena because like she's got some really cool uh, viewpoints on some of these horror, horror movies and she knows her stuff. Like she, she's a big fan of these movies from like, you know, back in the day, like movies that you might've never even heard of. Like she's just got such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to, you know, some of these awesome horror movies. Um, but again, thanks so much everybody for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for, um, I just came across like a brand new uh, review the other day, like for my podcast, and I was blown away. Like I don't know, I, I don't know what you guys like about this thing, <laughs> but apparently you like it, so thank you. Because you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but God, everybody, be safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. Love you guys. Peace. I can see through the stars inside you.